Hey there, welcome to day 30 of our 30 plus day get up and go challenge for February 2021. Now I know it's already March, but there's only 28 days in February. So we have to go a couple of days into March in order to complete our challenge. And once we start something, once we say we're going to do something, once we commit to it, we finish it. We do what we say we're going to do. So today I want to talk about epiphanies or lessons learned. Remember, we talked about lessons learned from 2020 and from COVID-19 beginning of this challenge. We talked about it day one. I kind of mixed things up and did things differently because I found that as I entered 2021, which I, I think we all had this hope built up that 2021 was going to be this massively different change and that we'd be through the COVID things or maybe just me and moving on to different things. Yet we're finding it's a whole lot more of the same. And in some areas and aspects, it's a whole lot worse. 2021 is proving to be just more challenging, not less challenging, which is how our life goes. So I wanted to talk today about the difference between lessons learned and epiphanies. Lessons learned to me are something anybody can look at a situation and they can see the lesson in that situation. They can, they can go back and they can observe and see. And I think that's what I did the first time through is it wasn't necessarily my personal lessons learned, but the lessons a lot of people would have learned during the whole last year of change and pandemic. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more lessons that I didn't learn or that I didn't observe that a lot of people have gone through and experienced. It has been probably one of the biggest years of personal change, change to people on the individual personal level than any year ever in the history of the world. I don't know, that might be an overstatement because during war times and other crazy times, I suppose there's been a lot of impact, on, but probably not as global an impact as this COVID-19 pandemic has had. So what is the difference in my mind between a lesson learned and an epiphany? An epiphany to me, or an aha moment, is I learned the lesson. And there's a difference between everybody else learning a lesson or other people learning a lesson and me actually internalizing and having that light bulb moment where I just totally, absolutely get it. Uh, we can learn things. We learn things in college. We memorize things in college or in school all the time. We memorized, you know, math and addition and uh, spelling and things. But it doesn't mean we retained those things. Once we, we learned them, we maybe put them in our short-term memory, took a test on it, passed, and then forgot all about it. I've got so many courses and things I took in college and in high school and in grade school that I, I know I learned it because there's rudimentary remnants of it in my mind, but I don't actually have access to it in my memory in, in a quick and easy way. Uh, I think that lessons learned and epiphanies and these tools that we've talked about, a lot of these you've probably been exposed to before, but we just forget about them. I totally forgot about tools and all the things that I had at my fingertips in my toolbox until COVID-19 hit. I was just using the things I was used to using and going about my merry way in my life, probably just like about the majority of us. And then all of a sudden, wham, things changed and we all had to change and get resourceful. And that meant tapping into some of those tools and things that we maybe hadn't thought about or used for decades or a decade or more. So I want to share some of the aha epiphanies that I've had since COVID and I guess especially since the beginning of this year. And the one that came to my mind this morning that I didn't have written down was, we are never done. We are a continuous as human beings in our lives. It's a journey. We are on a continuous journey and we are a continuous work in progress to 
become the person that we're meant to become, to grow and evolve and develop and learn and process information and, and have different experiences and, and deal with different situations, which you might call problems or challenges or, or delightful opportunities to, to become more of who we are. But if we ever think we are gonna be done, we're gonna have a goal, we're gonna set a goal, we're gonna achieve that goal, and then we're just done. We're just gonna stay there, we're never gonna change. We're in for a rude awakening. We're setting ourselves up for disappointment and failure because as human beings, we have a constant desire for more to expand and grow and create and change and become more of whatever it is that we want to become. Maybe it's more peaceful. Maybe it's more creative. Maybe it's more, uh, maybe it's more wealthy. Whatever it is, we never are going to hit that end point and just stop. You know, why has Elon Musk and Bill Gates and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, why haven't they just said, hey, I've got billions of dollars. I can just throw in the towel and I can just go retire and do what I want. Because we as human beings are driven by different things, each of us, but we're all wired to strive for expansion and more. So this morning I woke up with a, hey, we are not done, we are never done. And I wanted to make sure that I, I added that to the list. So what else have I got on the list? I actually did this last night and I made a little list of what I thought. And I wanted to keep it short. This last time I think it was 33, 34 things at the beginning. So I want to keep this one a little shorter and I cut it in about half. I said, I, I got 15 things on the list. We'll see if I can combine some of them. So what do we have besides we are never done? Number, I, I call this number one, but I'm probably we are never done is number one. Uh, change and challenges are inevitable. Change is one of the things like death that we can count on inevitably happening in our life. Things are never going to stay the same. We can create habits and rituals and we can structure our life to be more controlled and more predictable. But if we think that things are never going to change, COVID-19 was a huge wake-up call for billions of people that indicates clearly that just like nature, things are always changing. In our lives, things are always changing. The unexpected, the uncontrollable, things outside of us are going to continue to happen as long as we're part of this human experience, right? As long as we're alive, we're going to have different things that pop up. And it doesn't matter how successful we are, how rich we are, how close we are to our goals and our, our ultimate desires. The, the things that come up are just going to be different, but they're never going to stop happening. Things are going to always be challenging us. Uh, brace yourself against outside, number two, great, brace yourself against outside forces and influences. And this one is definitely a personal one for me because I, every four years or so, I don't normally pay any attention to politics at all. But like every four years or so, there's so much noise about it in media and social media and everything. It chips through my little armor and works its way into my head and my ego. And I get sucked into a little bit of the fray. Comparatively speaking, not very much, but a little bit. And I always kick myself because it's a waste of time and energy. It's things outside of my personal control. I can do certain things. I can vote. I can donate to people I, I feel are, are great representatives. I can voice my opinions and I can participate in a couple of ways. But for the most part, the amount of control I have over the overall systems and process is pretty close to zero. So why am I spending energy on that? And I think it was, it's always a good reminder for me to have this little shield of protection around myself and decide 
What gets in and what doesn't get in? What will I let in that I'm gonna spend my time and energy on? And what am I just gonna put a hard wall up and say, yeah, none of that gets in. There's a whole lot of nonsense that I just don't ever let into my life. And, and every once in a while, something will you know, chip away and peek in, make a little crack in the armor and I have to remember to patch it up, get out the super glue, glue it up and, and remind myself that I get to decide and filter everything and anything that does or does not come into my life. And I can make choices and decisions based on that. If, and it entirely is true for me, the news and the media and big tech and, and manipulation and all kinds of things and misinformation, if those things bother me, I can choose not to participate in any of them. I learned 10 years ago that I can absolutely positively choose what I am and am not gonna participate in. Annoys the daylights out of my family because you know, like all families, we have some drama in mind and my sisters will be doing something that's kind of dramatic, one or the many things they do. and. I just will tell them and then you know another sister will come to me and ask my opinion i'm like i choose not to participate meaning i'm not going to weigh in on this because i love you all and it's really none of my business it's none of my business to have an opinion on other people's drama it's only my business and responsibility to deal with my own situations and my own drama so what else have we got uh be proactive and eliminate distractions take care of you bottom line you are 100% responsible for yourself, so you gotta take care of yourself. You have to do what's right for you and take care of yourself. Uh, we have to know what's really important to, to you. You have to know and pick and choose what is really important to you. What are your priorities? What are your core values? We talked a lot about core values and priorities, we, and we had some tools to help us in those areas to quantify it if it's still kind of gray and hard to um, get out of the subjective mode and put into the objective mode so we can really look at what's important to you and you know what be honest and and take out all of the false beliefs and the nonsense that tends to come around when people say well what do you want what do you really really want so many of us me included still even after decades of practicing will filter through well what do i think i deserve well why should i get that if other people don't get that and and it's just silly filters at society and we have placed on ourselves that maybe we say oh that's ridiculous if i want to have a house with two towers i can have a house with two towers and and towers are is something i've wanted for a long time maybe too many castle stories when i was a kid but uh, i always wanted a tower with different levels in it that had fun activities and things in it that i've always wanted to make a part of my life and i want to do more of but never let myself have the time and energy to explore those interests. Uh, yeah, know what you want. That was the next one, of course. Know what you want and, and be okay and own it, right? The things that I want are totally different than the things my kids want or my sisters or my family or my friends or my, my peers or my uh, friends on, uh, in real life or on social media. We all want different things. That's what makes life work is that we, we don't all want the same things. Everything um, is up to us individually to pick and choose what we like and don't like. Uh, be clear on what you will stand for and what you won't stand for. Know what your personal line in the sand is. I think, I will, I will admit, I got that from my ex-husband and I really liked it. It was a great analogy to raise kids and it was a great analogy to remind myself, what will I tolerate? What will I not tolerate? What's a yes for me? What's a no? It's, it's a hard line in the sand that is in alignment with who I really am and my core values. I will not, and probably you won't either, 
compromise on my core values. And when pushed or shoved or challenged on those core values, my core values and who I really am as a human being always wins. It will always win over anything else, any outside pressure. Uh, Number seven, uh, know you have everything you need already inside you. So often we look outside of us for answers. We expect experts to to solve our problems and take care of us. And I learned this lesson in my early 20s, especially when I had massive major health challenges. And I was looking to the doctors and the experts to fix me. I, I believed wholeheartedly that if they just could diagnose and figure out what was wrong with me, they would know the protocol and they could, you know, put me through that protocol, whatever it was, and then I would be fine. I would be okay. I would be normal again. And much to my dismay and chagrin, it never happened because they weren't able to figure out what was going on with me, what was causing inflammation and challenges and vision loss and all kinds of crazy stuff. And it wasn't until I realized that it was going to be up to me to figure out how I was going to navigate my life because bottom line, it They cared about me, but it didn't really matter because it was my life that was being impacted, not my team of doctors and experts. Uh, But everything I needed was already inside me. Everything I needed to move forward and get up and go in my life was inside of me. I just had to tap into it and realize that it was up to me and I could control it. Uh, Number eight, use tools and ahas, epiphanies and lessons learned from your past experiences to navigate the new one. So as new things come up, realize you've probably had an experience something like this before. Now, COVID-19, pretty big different change, but a lot of us are old enough to have lived through the swine flu, to live through the bird flu, to live through some other type of mini health events. And so we aren't totally blind. We were equipped with some of the things that we wanted to do and needed to do to keep ourselves safe. Uh, number nine, don't ignore any area of your life. Remember, we've got all seven areas and aspects of our life, and we're always going to be putting different emphasis on different areas and aspects of our life. But if we ignore any one area for too long, guess what? It will get our attention. And, and that's my philosophy since my sudden cardiac arrest, that if you ignore your health for too long, your health will get your attention and maybe not in a way that you can come back from. So make sure that, I don't believe in balance. I think I've been pretty clear. I think balance is BS and that all areas aren't gonna be balanced at at any given time. I don't know, maybe there's a couple people in, in the world that have balanced all areas and aspects of their life. I don't know any of them and I haven't met any of them. But I do know from personal experience, if I ignore any area or aspect of my life wholeheartedly, I get into trouble and I I think that's been one of my best lessons learned. Uh, Now is all we have, the present moment. And when I was younger, I would think more about the past and dwell on the past and think about situations and experiences and replay them in my mind and wish I had done or said something different in different situations. And I finally realized, um, or I'd spend a lot of time daydreaming and, and wondering and wishing for and hoping for uh, the future, hoping that I was in a different situation. And I don't, I don't, it was probably, I don't know, when did uh, Eckhart Tolle write the Now book? Anyway, that's probably when I really, I'd been thinking about it for a while, but when I read that book, it really hit home the importance of being present, living in the present moment, realizing that there is nothing any of us can do to change the past. The past is the past. I don't know anybody with the time machine yet, so 
the past is the past. It, it is what it is. We can uh, react to what we did in the past. We can make amends if, if required, but we cannot change the past. We can't change any experience that we've had. It, it, it is what it is. We can change it in our mind. We can morph it to something different. We can create a new story about it, but we can't actually change that. And so there's no value added in spending any energy thinking about it, worrying about it, unless we're pulling lessons from it to help us in a current situation. Uh, and the future is not guaranteed for any one of us. It, it never is, never has been. And we want to have a goal and a vision of what we want our life to work and look like. And we want to be always moving toward that and becoming the person we want to be ultimately and having the impact we want in the world in every area and aspect of our life. But it's not guaranteed. I always say if we could get hit by a bus anytime, frankly, I'm glad I don't live in an area where there's very many bus. There's no buses where I live, but actually there's none. Unless I go stand out on Highway 94, it'd be pretty hard for me to get hit by a bus. But you understand what I'm saying. I didn't have any indication that I was gonna have a sudden cardiac arrest and drop dead, but I did. It, and did anything else matter after that? No, if you're dead, if you die, if you actually expire, nothing else matters. So all the time and energy you're spending today thinking about the future, uh, it's, it's kind of wasted too. We have to be focusing on what can I do right now and then doing that thing because what we do right now in the present moment is creating our future. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, so be present, don't dwell on the past, don't, don't uh, worry about the future. Uh, we experience everything for our unique, from our unique perspective. So everything I experience, everything you experience is slightly different. Even if we go through the same exact experience at the same exact time, you will experience it and have a different, uh, <clears throat> you'll have a, I guess experience is the only word I can think of. You'll have a different experience or take on it than I will because of all the experiences that we've had in the past and all of those culminating up to the experience that we share in common. We need to remember that. We need to remember that everybody doesn't see things the same way we do. Everybody has different experiences. Therefore, they have different beliefs and thoughts and feelings and ways of dealing with things. And if we want people to accept us for who we are, then we have to accept them through for who they are. We don't have to agree with them, but we have to allow them to say, hey, you can, I see where, you know, I see where you're coming from. I don't, I've had a different experience, but you've had a different experience as well. And you are just as right, you know, entitled to your opinion as I am mine. The key there is everyone is a human being in, they deserve dignity and respect and the freedom of speech and right to their own opinion. It doesn't matter if we agree, we all get an opinion and that's what makes America great. Uh, <clears throat> or makes humans great. <clears throat> There's always solutions. This is one I learned a long time ago. We're, we as humans tend to be so black and white in all of our thinking and it's either this or that. It's either, you know, all in or, or all out. And, and that is just untrue. It's different for each of us, but there are always many, many solutions to any challenge, any dilemma, any change, any problem, any setback. There's always lots and lots of ways of dealing with it, not just one or two or three or 10. There's usually hundreds of different ways. We just don't allow ourselves the ability to see the situation from different ways and different perspectives. How I solve a problem is gonna be different than how my granddaughter solves a problem, is gonna be different than how Albert Einstein would solve a problem or, or anybody else that we can think of, you know? So 
just keep in mind that maybe you just have to look at it from a different angle or from a different aspect or from a different perspective in order to see more of the possible solutions. And we use some tools to help us do that. Uh, number 13, take responsibility for your own life, for your own reactions, for your own behavior, for your own experiences, because you can only take responsibility for you. Also, you can't take responsibility for anybody else. You can help them, you can coach them, you can guide them, but even our kids, they're individual human beings and they need to be 100% responsible for themselves, just like we each need to be. Uh, nobody can do it for you, which ties into the, you have to be responsible for yourself. As much as we would love to be able to help our kids and people we love and care about through different situations and experiences, we can't do it for them. You know, as coaches and consultants, we find that we can lead a horse to water, but we can't make them drink. We can give people everything that they need to be successful in the thing that they're doing and to get through a problem or a challenge, but we can't make them do it. It's up to each individual to, to choose to take action, to do the things they need to do that are right for them. And sometimes our solutions aren't right for them, right? They're, or the timing isn't right. And <clears throat> that's not for us to decide. It's always for the person that we're interacting with to decide. Uh, and then of course, one of my favorites this year and continuing is <clears throat> do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Follow the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. And I think that the world and our businesses and our lives and the challenges that we face will be a lot more palatable because we are all treating one another with dignity and respect. At least that's how I want to be treated, so that's how I treat other people. You get to decide for yourself. Again, <clears throat> what does that mean for you? But I say we learned it in kindergarten. We learned it before kindergarten. <clears throat> if we had parents that were teaching us lessons, <coughs> excuse me, my throat is totally cloggy. That's what happens when you take vitamins on an empty stomach. And I do it every morning. And every morning, it's a lesson I've learned, but I still do it because I don't like to eat in the morning. All right. Those are just some lessons learned from, you know, I guess my life and from this particular challenge that I wanted to review and cover again. You might agree with them, you might not. It's totally up to you. Like I say, everything I tell you and anybody else tells you, it's absolutely essential that you filter it through. Is it right for you? Does it make sense for you? If it does, you know, listen to it. If it doesn't, or you're like, man, that seems a little off, I'm gonna look into it some more. Look into it some more. Or if it doesn't resonate with you, throw it away because we all have our own group of lessons and group of things and group of epiphanies we're gonna have. And like I said, it's, it's when you accept it and you have the epiphany and the aha moment and it, it becomes your own that it's truly an epiphany, which I think is, is a step further than just a lesson learned. Because I can share these lessons learned with everybody and anybody. And, and a lot of them, you'll just say, yeah, I've known that my whole life, but it doesn't mean you're actually doing it, right? We know that we're good enough and we can create whatever we want in our life, but are we actually doing it? Probably not because we have conflicting beliefs and things that other people have told us and we've bought into. All right, have an amazing day. Any questions, hit me up. Otherwise, I will see you tomorrow for our day 31, our bonus day of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Have an awesome day. Any questions, ask. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow.